0: 139 hallelujah psalms 139 and verse 14 psalms 139 and verse 14 turn to the person that's sitting next to you and ask them, do they really understand what they just did? Do you really understand what you just did? We were in thick praise and thick worship, right? Now, in Psalms 139 and verse 14, it says, I will praise thee. Who is the I? Me. Me. I will praise thee. But then it goes on to explain why you're doing it. I will praise thee. Why? For I am, who's the I? Fearfully and wonderfully made. Ask that person sitting next to you, do they believe that? Do you really believe that? Now, now, I, I'm, going, I'm going to get in your Kool-Aid. Then why don't you act like that? I got to go here because I'm talking to my house folk. Ladies, it ain't about your booty. Okay. Men, it ain't about your hair. Come on. It ain't about your stuff. Y'all, I know we're in church, but come on now. And we're living in a time and season when the enemy is attacking your self-esteem. When you wake up in the morning, you ain't as beautiful as you are now. You're not as handsome as you is now. No, you're not, no, you're not. You got to do a little something to da-da-da-da-da. Right? And yet still, Some of us, we can't handle that because we get tricked into thinking we ain't good enough. Y'all ain't looking at me, huh? I will praise thee, and the reason is because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Got it? Now, then it goes on and says, marvelous are thy works so wait a minute wait a minute did you get that whatever you is you say (laughs) whatever you is i know it's ebonics it's marvelous parents you gotta train your children that they're marvelous marvelous do you know what marvelous" means? How you like me now? Wonderful. I'm marvelous. OK? When's the last time you called yourself marvelous? Okay. Marvelous are thy works, and that that are marvelous my soul, my will, my emotions, and my intellect knoweth right well. Don't just read the Bible and not meditate it. What do you mean meditate? Mutter it over and over again, so you, you get it in you. Well, I just read it, you know, praise the Lord, hallelujah hmm I'm marvelous, uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh-huh, huh? Well. Then you know the enemy, he, he just is like, you know, well, mm-hmm, you, 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 you ain't, your breath smells bad. Well, get a, get, a, get a mint. Brush your teeth. Do some mouthwash. I'm working on something here. I will praise thee, For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul, my will, my emotions, and my intellect know right well. Got it? In the Amplified, it says, I will confess and praise you, for you are fearful and wonderful, and for the awe, aweful wonder of my birth. Meaning, the way I was born was an awe. Wonderful are your works. And that my inner self knows right well now what I'm trying to impart to you today is you got to get to the place where you have a knowing in your knower that you are marvelous Mm -hmm. you are marvelous because you are the work of God oh Jesus say Lord I received this revelation because I need it. it. Folks, today's message is entitled, yes, you are a great reward to someone. Hmm. Look at that person next to you and say, say yes. Yes. No, 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 take your finger and say, yes, Yes. you are are. a a great reward to someone. Yes, you are, and and tell them I'm one of them. Some ones. I work. Come on now. Flow with me. Now flow with me. Now reward is a satisfying return or result. A reward is a benefit. Say 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 say, say, say neighbor. I'm a benefit. You sitting next to the benefit. Hallelujah All right Tell that person again Yes You are a great reward to someone Now now here here's where we all have to mature, okay? The first someone has to be yourself too many sons and daughters of God don't even like themselves. Something has happened to rob them of their self-esteem. Get up in the morning hating yourself. Go to bed hating yourself. You, you, You condemn yourself. That's satanic. That ain't God. You were created to be marvelous. Say, 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 neighbor. And that ain't mental illness. That's craziness. Come on. The first someone has to become yourself. Come on, folks. We're living in 2016, and the devil is attacking us like never before to make us think that, you know, because you are Christian, because you came to church, because you and, uh, hey, no. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And guess what? It's okay for me to love myself. Is anybody here that had a day when nobody said anything good to you? huh? Nobody said anything encouraging to you? Wait a minute. What about you encouraging yourself? When, when are you gonna encourage yourself? Keep waiting for somebody to, hey. Hey, encourage myself. Have a little talk with Jimmy. All by Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, you all right, boy? You mighty? Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah, Jimmy. Hey. Come on, teach that. You have to have times when you encourage yourself. Otherwise, you get robbed every day. Ain't nobody said nothing to me. And you get depressed. Well, I'm there. I look in the mirror and say, Oh, Jimmy, you looking good. Hey, Jimmy. Hey. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, you know, you just cute. No, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I have a little talk with Jesus. and He tells me all about that. Dude, he, he says, remember, I gave my life for you. I died for you. I hey, I went to hell for you. Where well, your sin abounds, my grace much more abounds. I ain't condemning you, you condemning yourself. Oh Jesus. I ain't condemning you, condemning yourself. You hate yourself. So then when you get around other people, you start hating them no 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 that's why some people run from the church because they find haters people can't love them hey you gotta have jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil do you gotta know when you meet somebody and they're under oppression they are demonically influenced they got more of the devil in them than they got god And every cuss didn't come from the devil. It came from self. I said every cuss didn't come from the devil. It came from self. self. Some of us love the cuss. I used to be one of them that love the cuss. Because in my neighborhood, we used to have cussing contests. In the hood, you have cussing contests. You can see how strong can you cuss. Huh? Singing and making melody in cusses. I know y'all from the country, but I come from the city. In the city, if you don't know how to do that, you, yay. You. Hallelujah. Every other word was cuss. Us. Are you getting this? Are you getting this? You are fearfully and wonderfully made. But if you don't accept that, and if you don't flow like that, then it impacts your life and others. Folks, hear the trick of the devil and his host is to steal our self-esteem. So we function as if Almighty God doesn't care about us the way that he seems to care about others. Some of us are too other conscious. Some of us are too other conscious. Stop comparing yourself with other ladies. Stop comparing yourself with other men. Do you? Hey, hallelujah. Hey, I'm doing me. Do you? I do me. Amen. And I celebrate you. Even when you don't celebrate me because I know how to celebrate me. Amen. While I'm waiting for you to make the change to learn how to celebrate me because yes, I'm different, supposed to be. Amen. Ain't nobody here the same. Ain't nobody here the same. Ain't nobody here. The, you don't smell the same. You don't look the same. Hey. Come on. You ain't the same. You were not born to be the same. You were born to be unique. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Say God. I'm understanding. I'm understanding. I was born, born. to be unique. To be unique. Mm-hmm. In other words, the devil wants each of us to believe his lies more than the gospel of good news that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and a part of Almighty God's wonderful works. Say, say, neighbor, yeah. you are wonderful You're a wonderful work, holla. holla. So yes. We are each different in some from another. But our differences have a place, get this, our differences have a place where rewards will manifest, huh, for us too. Every place ain't your place. place. Every place ain't your place. Everybody don't understand your difference all right now i'm gonna give you an example since ladies are first let's go to ladies let's go to ruth chapter one ruth chapter one Ruth, chapter one verse one here here we read this now it came to pass When the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem Judah went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. Got it? And the name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife was Naomi, and the name of his two sons was Mylon and Chilion, Ephratites. Of Bethlehem Judah and they came into the country of Moab and continued there okay eye contact here we have a father bringing his wife and bringing his children into a territory that they, that they shouldn't be in I said Here you got a daddy bringing his wife bringing his children into a territory they ain't supposed to be in Say, 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 neighbor. Moab was not the place that them folk was supposed to be in. And folks, that's, that's, a, that's a living reality. Some folk get taken to places they ain't got no business being in. Amen. And, mm, mm, that, that, you, you, you there, but you ain't, you ain't supposed to be there. Okay. Ah. Uh, and Elimenek, mm-hmm. Naomi's husband, died. Wait a minute. And she was left and her two sons. So the man that brought the family into this wrong territory dies. He gone. Now mama them got to handle son them. Someplace place ain't supposed to be, say God. I'm getting understanding here. Now watch where we go with this. And they took them wives. The the two sons following their father's footsteps in the wrong place (coughs) marry the women in the wrong place. Oh, Jesus. The name of one was Oprah, not Opera, or Oprah, not that one. And the name of the other was Ruth. And they dwelt there about ten years. So daddy's dead, sons marry women in the wrong place, and they there for ten years. How's mama feeling? She missing daddy. How's mama, how's the son feeling? They missing daddy. But they married now so they happy. But then they had something happen to them. And Malon and Chilion died. Also, both of them. Fathers can transfer a curse to their children in the wrong place daddy died the two sons died all right now watch where we go and the woman naomi huh was left of her two sons and her husband so husband's dead two sons are dead got it Folks, here we begin to tap into my first example of, yes, you are a great reward to someone. Here in our text, we read about a woman named Naomi who, was, who has lost both her husband and now her two sons. But she still has two daughter-in-laws connected to her in that time and season of great loss. Folks, who you roll with in great loss makes a difference. I said, who you roll with in great loss makes a difference. Ruth one let let's go. Ruth one sixteen. Now, Naomi's got two daughter-in-laws. Here we go. And Ruth said, entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. And the Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught be, but death part thee from and me. And when she, meaning Naomi, saw that she was steadfastly minded, meaning Ruth, to go with her. Then she left speaking unto her. Got it? Folks, here we have one woman by the name of Ruth becoming a great reward to someone named Naomi. Naomi's hurting, and she's got two daughter-in-laws left. One said, hey, I'm with you. Another one said, no, I ain't going with you. I ain't going with you. I ain't going with you. You my daughter-in-law too? Why ain't you going with me? Because you ain't the reward. You, 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 you. you, you mm-hmm. While one daughter-in-law made the choice not to follow Naomi, Ruth does and becomes a great reward to her. Any of y'all read your Bible? You know what Ruth did? Yeah. She went out and she did some working. And she followed instruction. She stayed close to Naomi. Mm-hmm. And so enough, a man by the name of Boaz. Mm-hmm. kin to Naomi. Who had been investigating this Ruth. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he said, you know what? I, I, I kind of like her. She she pretty, and she know how to work. Yeah. Ladies, don't you think men ain't watching while you working? We watching while you working to see whether or not you can work. <laughs> Ruth chapter four verse thirteen. Watch what happens. So Boaz took Ruth, and she was his wife. And when he went into her the Lord gave her conception and she bare a son and the woman said unto Naomi blessed be the Lord which hath not left thee this day without kinsmen that his name may be famous in Israel and he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life and a nourisher of thine old age for thy daughter-in-law, which loveth thee, which is better to thee than seven sons, have both borne him. And Naomi took the child and laid it in her bosom and became nursed unto it. You may come from interesting beginnings, but your latter will be greater. Oh yes, 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 yes. You, you keep trying to figure, Why no, 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 you're on your way somewhere. You're on your way to be a reward somewhere. And the woman, her neighbors gave it a name saying, this is a son born to Naomi. Huh? And they called his name Obed. And he is the father of Jesse, the father of David. David! Wait a minute. How... Wait a minute, David? The King David? The mighty man David? Folks, here we have just one person growing and maturing to become a great reward to someone named Naomi. Did she know that when she started out? Did she plan to do so? But the God who created her And made her did. Likewise, each of us has been born by God and created by God to become a great reward to someone in your lifetime. Take your finger, say, say, say neighbor. You're on your way to become a great reward. To someone. In fact, you already are a great reward. Even to yourself. Now I gotta go here. Take that finger and say, say neighbor. I ain't trying to be smart, but stop hating yourself. It's time to love yourself and do yourself. Hallelujah. You see, everything almighty God created is a reward to somebody. For that reason, it's so important that you learn to grasp your significance and your value as a person in your lifetime. Tell that person next to you or around you their patience, come on, their patience is going to be a reward for someone that others cannot tolerate. Hey, hey. Your patience is going to be a reward. To somebody that others cannot tolerate. Mm, mm, mm. Tell them this way. Say, your words can motivate someone. Incapable of seeing what you see. Mm. Your words can motivate somebody. Woo. In other words, Eagle Summit, it may, it may be mental, it may be emotional, or it may be spiritual qualities God has developed within you that someone desperately needs from you today. Oh my God. Everybody ain't like you. And God puts something in you that somebody needs. Hallelujah. Say, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made today and every day. All right? So that's the ladies, okay? Now, let's deal with the men. 1 Samuel 17. 1 Samuel 17 and verse 23. 1 Samuel 17, 23 says talking about a man by the name of David. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by the name, out of the armies of the Philistine and spake according to the same word. And David, and David heard them. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were so afraid. Folks, here we tap into our next example of yes, You are a great reward to someone. First Samuel 17, 32. David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a a youth and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Hey, Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion, and there came a bear, and took the lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him, and I smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, and smote him, and slew him. Thy servant shall uh, slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, here's he, here we go: the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion, out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go on, boy, and the Lord be with thee. Go on. See, when you know, when you know, when you know who you are, when you know, when you know who you are, when you know who you are, you know your zones. You know your places. Oh, my God, my God. Many of you don't know who you are. And then you don't know how awesome you is. Uh And therefore, when stuff jumps, you don't know what to mess with and not to leave alone. David had beat the lion and he had beat the bear. And see, here's the other thing. He was rehearsing his victories. Many of you don't rehearse your victories. I say you don't rehearse your victories. You forget how good God has been. And you just want to pimp God. No, you can't pimp God. You got to be one like God. Say God. I'm understanding. Hallelujah. Folks, here we tap into the master key to knowing the great value you are in this life. And note, David was not being arrogant, but instead he was being confident because of some of the life tests and trials he himself had already overcome and mastered. Ask your neighbor, say neighbor. What life tests have you already mastered? Come on! Many of them! So you are a gift. You are already gifted. 1 Samuel seventeen thirty nine. And David girded his sword upon his armor, and he is to go, for he had not proved it. And David said to Saul, I can't go with thee, for I have not proved them. And David put them off and took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in the shepherd's bag, which he had. Even in a shepherd, even in a, a, a scrip, and in a sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. Note David's confidence in who he was. You got to know. You got to know your DNA. You got to know. You got to know who you are. Say, God, help me to know who I am. First Samuel seventeen forty five. Then said David to, to the Philistines, "Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of." armies of Israel whom thou hast defied this day will the Lord deliver thee into my hands confidence confidence and I will smite thee and take thy head from thee and I will give thy, the carcass uh, of the host to the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth shall know that there is a God in Israel and all this assembly shall know that the Lord save if not with the sword and spear for the battle The battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. Folks, you got to understand that God has a supernatural way to give you a victory. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Your tithes rebuke the devil. Your praise rebukes it. Your worship. Your words. God, my God. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David that David hastened and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. And David, get this, put his hand in the bag and took thence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone. A sling and a stone. Yeah and smote the Philistine and slew him, but there was no sword in the hand of David. What's not supposed to be in your hand? What's supposed not supposed to be in your hand and you still win the battle? Oh my God. In the name of Jesus. Eagle Summit, God has a plan for you. Nobody else can be like you look at say say neighbor. I got some good news Can nobody else? Be like you You are unlike Anyone else on earth grasp this embrace this You are absolutely perfect and genetically accurate for solving many specific problems for somebody, somebody on this earth. On this earth. Yes, you are. Now as I begin to close, remember to remember these few things. One, God has qualified you to be a perfect solution to someone and for someone, even yourself. Hmm. Secondly, it's your responsibility, it's the responsibility of others. To discern your assignment to them. Say, 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 neighbor. It's the responsibility of others to discern, meaning recognize your assignment to them. Mm-hmm. Third, as you discover to whom you have been assigned, you will experience great peace, great fulfillment, and great provision for your own life. Great peace great fulfillment, and great provision for your own life. Number four, look for opportunities to heal, to strengthen, and to bless others. Say, say neighbor, look for opportunities to heal, to strengthen, and bless others. My final scripture is Proverbs 3.27. Proverbs 3.27 says it this way. Withhold not good from them to whom it is due, when it is in the power of thine hand to do it. Say it with me. Withhold not good from them to whom it is due, when it is in my power to hand and to do it. Take your neighbor by the hand. We're going to pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Close your eyes. Say, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for creating me to be a person and of and having great value. Holy Spirit, help me to position myself in many places where my value helps bring greater value to myself and others Holy Spirit lead guide direct my steps like he did for Ruth and David so I have supernatural peace and supernatural joy sowing in my purpose As I serve with love, Father God, thank you for helping me understand that I'm not a mistake, but I'm fearfully and wonderfully made to be a blessing and to be a blessing each day and each night that I live in Jesus' name. And the church said, Give that neighbor hugs, I bless you, I bless you, I bless you. Hallelujah!